This is gonna be wild. Welcome to the most important podcast that we have oh, ever gosh. done <laughs> in our lives. This is Sean and Alec bringing another truth podcast. We are joined by the people that are the most patient with our podcast. Yes, because most, most this patient is, about everything. For sure. It's true. Because this is all me and Sean talk about. Um, our beautiful wives are here. Thank you guys. Yes. Thank you. Welcome. I feel like I should like clap or something. Like I don't know. You know. I don't know if I want to give that much credit, but. <laughs> Thank you guys for having us over. Yeah. Thank you guys for trusting us. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how many times, listeners, you don't know how many times they have complained about not being on the podcast yet. I mean, yeah. Like, we want to be part of your lives. Holy. <laughs> We've put this back at least for like eight to nine months, you know? Well, I think equipment had to do a big piece of that. Like, we were able to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with sure. that story. Yeah. I was like, Ari I was like, I, we need more mics type thing. Ari and I actually started working on a song on how we hadn't been on the podcast yet. That's how I mean, serious it was. You getting. started to do that. So you're gonna sing <laughs> well, that for us no, tonight? No, not today. No. <laughs> Come on. The song scrapped. Next time, no. if you, you guys wanna, is, you guys have redeemed time. yourself. <laughs> oh my! It's gonna be a good podcast. Like I said, it's gonna be a really important one. Not just because our wives are here, but because we're gonna be talking about a topic that I say this every week is very that is important. important. <laughs> but um, but it is important because um, how many people are concerned about the person that they're going to marry? I think everybody is, right? Sure. I had, and this is really embarrassing for other people, but I'm not going to say names. We had youth group last this week, and during our youth group, you know, these kids are like high schoolers. Remember this, okay? High schoolers. And um, we were asking for prayer requests, and they were like, I've just been so lonely. I just want to pray for my future wife. And I was like, bro, you are like a junior in high school. Like, how are you even thinking about that? But they are. So this yeah. is important to talk about. How did mm. you know that they were the one? I think it's really important. Just real quick before we get started, I just want to uh, remind everybody that you can ask your questions at youth at cclasvegas.org. Um, we love to answer questions, so make sure you just submit those there. Um, yeah, what do you think about this topic, Sean? Yeah, I think I was the same way. I think it's even more when you're a Christian, too, because at least coming from a guy's perspective, I like to hear, like, girls' perspective, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in the world, there's a lot more girls, like, you know, but when you're in the Christian church, it's just kind of like your numbers shrink. It's, it shrinks a lot, you know, and if you're doing it the right way, it's like, it's really, really going to shrink a lot, you know, so it's oh. almost like slim pickings and you could be out of church and you're like, there's no one my age, you mm-hmm. know, that, you know, I find attractive or see godly enough. So I think that was a big struggle for me too. It's like, okay, what do I do? Like, are they just going to pop up out of nowhere? Do I have to go searching, you know, mm. go to like these, like, do I need to go to more conventions? Yeah. Do I need to go more <laughs> conventions and like Christian cancel type thing? Yeah. So I think there's a big pressure for us for sure. Was this a big deal for you guys? Obviously, like we know you pretty well, but just for the listeners, like finding the one, was this something that was on your mind when you were growing up in high school and as a young adult? Yeah, definitely. Like, especially as a girl, I think that you... You love attentions from guys and you love, you know, Excuse knowing me? that. <laughs> That's the reality. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you love knowing, you know, like that someone might like you or like someone might be interested to you. But um, it's definitely, and depends on like how you are. I've been always like an outgoing person. So I always wanted to make friendships, you know, and get to know people. But um, even the, sh- like the most shy girl, I think that thinks about it, you know, because yeah. Yeah. is the thing in mind is it's something natural too like you know like just think about the future and yeah someone yeah. next to you I feel like there's different kind of stigmas to like the one as well because me growing up I personally thought oh I'm gonna know immediately mm-hmm. that when I look at them and the conversations like it's just gonna happen like the movies and you know you hear certain people's stories you're like oh that's how it's gonna happen for mm-hmm. me 
And I think because it didn't happen that way, I kind of grew numb to it. And then it made it a lot harder to discern, wait, is this the one? Is this the one? Mm. Yeah. But for sure, even like growing up and talking about it with other girls, it's just like kind of what Sean was saying. If you're doing it the right way, it does get harder because I think a lot of people are just, you know, if they think you're the one, whatever, it's very easy to go through the motions instead of uh, dealing with it very seriously. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It is difficult. I think Disney movies ruined us for sure. You know, <laughs> we have this stigma of like exactly how it's supposed to be. And I mean, I feel like our stories are so different as well, you know? And I yeah, think one of the things, like one of the keys to take from this podcast is at least when I was a kid, I was like, okay, how do you do it? What's the specific way it's going to happen? I think it's different for everybody. Like mm -hmm. even in the Christian church, like for instance, you guys, I think it was more like you kind of realize a little earlier mm -hmm. for us, we're just like friends and that type mm -hmm. of thing to start. We'll go into that. Like what, what, how did your relationship start? Like, what would that look like for you guys? I know you guys have different opinions on how this started, but yeah. like, I was like, like, I'll <laughs> go first. And yes. <laughs> I'll say whatever he says. Yeah. No, I think, um, we met like in the college group of the church we were going okay. to. And, um, at least for me personally, um, I, I kind of, I felt that pressure or like early on. And it was just when I let go of that pressure of like, I need to find someone I need to be like, you know, looking for these girls in church, like, like prospects kind of type thing. Like, Oh, like there's a pretty, you've girl been watching loves. basketball way you too know, much. Bro. <laughs> it's like a sports mindset for sure. But it was when I was like focusing on God, you know, mm -hmm. and focusing on the ministries he called me to, which was youth ministry and mm -hmm. being part of a college ministry and that type of thing that you know we were serving together in those type of things and it kind of just naturally happened after mm -hmm. we became friends does that does that sound close or yeah no, i would say <laughs> same thing i think i was really um like in a season of my life where i was just doing a lot in ministry like volunteering and all these other ministries that we became such close friends that it was kind of like oh like I didn't even notice that like I was, you know, really good friends with the guy who I'd end up marrying. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. But obviously like that's just kind of like a small synopsis of it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love talking about our story because, you know, it's definitely like as being, you know, like, I don't know, guided by the Lord, you know, from the beginning. And mm -hmm. so, but for me, like I never, I always find it really hard to be, a friend with someone that I was attracted to. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, um, with, with, with Alec, when I met him, you know, like I could tell already that I liked him, whether it was the outside, you know, of course I didn't know him yet. So, but, um, so yeah, with that said, you know, like for me, yeah, we were friends in a way, you know, we, we didn't express, you know, I like you or um, whatever, but um, we were at Bible college and uh, I was not, for me, I was in a season that I was not looking for a mm -hmm. relationship. And, you know, I heard so many people saying, you know, in the time that I was not looking for it, you know, the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And I never believed it. Yeah. I never believed it because yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. But that's been my experience legitimately, you know. And so, yeah, that's for, that's for me. I don't know if that I answered the question. I think that's for all of us is that we, we definitely, none of us were looking for yeah. it in the moment. You know what I mean? I think it's the best, the best part about it, you know, because, you know, we definitely spent a lot of, I mean, we've all made mistakes and we've all definitely have been looking, you know, spent time looking because that's the same thing. You know, you're at Bible college, you're yeah. like, all right, which one is it? Where are we at? You know what I mean? But, but the moment where I was like, God, I just want you to be my everything and I don't really care. You're going to bring it when you bring it. Not that I didn't care, but I was just like, I'm going to let you do it, God. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to let you bring it instead was the moment that already popped into my life. Yeah. So for me personally, like, 
Um, it wasn't a moment where I was like a sudden realization. Oh, I'm best friends with Ari. It was like, I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like something inside me says that's the one. And I just started praying, you know, but similar to both of you guys, it's like, um, God really impacted or, you know, pressed upon my heart. It was like, be friends with her first, you know, because that's what you're going to have forever. You Mm -hmm. know, it's really easy to be attracted like physically and all that, but what's going to last forever is our, our, us being best friends, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was really important for us is that we might have like known that we both liked each other on the inside, but we were focused on just enjoying the time that we had because we didn't know, you know, what was next. You know, obviously she's from a different country than I am. So it was like, we don't know how long this is going to last, but let's be friends while we can, you know, which is really important. And I think that one of the most important thing to ask, you know, ourselves is like, our relationship with God, you know, how, like, where are we Mm -hmm. with God, you know? And that's for me, like, I was having a, and I'm still, I'm still having a solid relationship with God, you know? And that, that has to be the first thing because, you know, sometimes we, we try to fulfill and to feel ourselves with a relationship without asking ourselves first, okay, am I in a relationship with God first? Am I giving everything to him? And, Mm -hmm. you know, to pursue a relationship with another, with a guy, guy, you know, or a girl. Yeah. Well, did you guys think that you were ready for a relationship when you were like, boom, this is it? Nope. <laughs> this I is think interesting. It's, we have very different. You want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> me? Okay. Um, no, actually, when Sean first like took me out on a date, like I was straight up like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> like I need like Poor three guy. months. I know, to been through it. <laughs> <laughs> he fought though. But yeah, I think, and it's kind of like a, it's a, it was a weird situation. Like, I don't think I was listening to the Lord because I think Sean was the one that was praying and Sean was like ready. And for me, it kind of took me by surprise. Like, oh, you like me too? Like, oh, I didn't know. And I just mentally, I wasn't praying for him. I wasn't praying for even myself at the time. And so when he like came on and like, I was like, oh, this is serious. And I, I knew at that point, like, man, if I date this guy, like, this is it. I was like, I need to get myself ready. I need to start praying for like attributes of a wife, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. I think when I said that though, even like me hearing me say that, I was like, this is not like, even if I'm not ready, I think God is going to, you know, take care of it. But mm, Prepare, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely different um, like points. I think I it was something I've been praying about, even though I wasn't seeking, you know, still one of the, you know, prayers I'd bring up to God every mm-hmm. single morning and that type of thing. And just kind of like seeing already, you know, like you may, like you're probably before you ask out Ari, you're like praying about it, you know, like, oh, should I ask her out? You know, the same thing for me, like, you know, those feelings maybe came like a week or two before I actually asked her out to, Mm -hmm. to go get ramen. You know, that's a, that's a good move for you you boys out there. Yes. I'm to start. I got appetizer and dessert. Like we got coffee for a first date. (laughs) Our first date coffee. (laughs) Says a lot about our relationship when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's but, all we do together. Yeah, <laughs> is food and coffee. That's all. That's all there is. It's true. But just like, yeah, I was already prepared, like in a sense, for that type of thing. But of course, you know, being prepared, you still like go through it and like learning through that type of thing. Like you're never gonna be a hundred percent ready because none of yeah. us have done this, you know, and none of us mm-hmm. have, you know, when you get married, that's you know, that's you're getting married for the first time type thing. When you're dating, for me, it was the first time type yeah. thing. So I didn't know. Mm-hmm how to do it and christian dating is hard not many people yeah. know how to do it's it weird. just in general it so is weird it's it was a unknown territory and definitely scary and i think it's going to be scary for everybody what makes christian dating so different 
then what, what makes it so hard? Like, what, if you're going to give someone advice who wants to get into Christian dating, you know what I mean? It sounds really weird, but you know what I mean? Um, like, what would you say? Like, what would be your advice? I mean, I believe the expectations, you know, it's so high for no reason. What I mean by mm-hmm. that, um, you know, a relationship starts with getting to know a person, you know, like knowing who this person is and, you know, mm-hmm. what he likes and what she likes or whatever, you know, and I grew up, you know, in an environment that, you know, Christian relationship, you know, like, I don't know, they're kind of like... Glorified? Y- yeah. yeah, yeah, they, you know, you don't, you, it's not normal, you know, it's like, mm, you need to be super careful, you know, like, they put so many expectations and in reality is like, as you ask for what's next, you know, in your life, like college or like a job, you ask the same for the, your future person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's for sure one thing, you know, but also like for me, because I made mistakes, you know, when I wasn't a Christian, for me, it was that fear of like, you know, uh, disappointing my guy again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and also marriage is not a one day thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marriage is a commitment. So that's that commitment, you know, my scare people and you know like yeah just stop them um from pursuing a person and god you know yeah in that so that's mm-hmm. my for sure my experience i feel like first off it's just hard because like as we've i think we've talked about this before there it's not really in the bible exactly how to date specifically mm-hmm. but we could take the principles from the bible and kind of figure out how to do it the best we can but it's not getting too close to somebody, you know, because like you are not their leader yet. Yeah. Like physically, spiritually, mentally, mm-hmm. all those things. Um, you know, we know about the physical, of course, but it is also the spiritual and the physical. Like yeah, you can't be time. leading them as their leader because you're not their leader at this point. Yeah, for mm-hmm. us guys, yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah. agree. And I feel like we have that desire just to lead, you know, as mm-hmm. as guys. We're leaders over here. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the thing that we had the benefit of and I think is a huge benefit is you know, we got to know each other through the college ministry. Yeah. So there was always other people around. So that kind of limited the temptation of like going too far in certain things and stuff like that and getting to know each other in a stress-free a group environment. Way. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that pressure of asking some random person out on a date type, yeah. thing, which is, is really nice for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I would say I agree with Ari a lot with the expectations, especially if, whether you grow up in the church or you become a Christian you know that like the person that I end up like marrying, this is forever. And so I don't know, like for me, it's like this person has to be perfect. Like they need to Mm. meet all these needs that I have and you know, whatever this list that I've come up in my head. And so you start setting the bar so high. Mm -hmm. And then when you meet someone, you're like, well, maybe this is it. And then you're like, I don't want to mess this up. And so how do we do this? Because if we're not meant to be like, I don't want it to be awkward. If we just friends afterwards, but I think, like, I don't know, we try to take matters into our own hands so much because, mm-hmm. like Sean said, it's not like we can go to Scripture and say, all right, when you like someone, you know, step one. Yeah. And there is Song of Solomon's, which is a beautiful book. And there's a book um, I read called The Mingling of Souls that's based off of that book. And it has to do with relationships in general, not just um, between a man and a woman, but friendships and leadership. And something that book talked about was, like, every person is eternal, you know, mm-hmm. so whether you're friends with somebody and it leads to something more or it doesn't, like you're dealing with an eternal person. Mm-hmm. And we know that as Christians. And so I think it weighs down on us like, oh, man, this is my brother in Christ, whatever. Like all these things go in your head instead of just trusting the Lord, doing what he's asking you to do as a Christian, first yeah. and foremost, yeah. and then going into it as 
all right, let's see where this goes next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would definitely be my advice also. It's just like, you know, you're right that, the you know, you, you kind of alluded to this also. Is, um, Sean did that, you know, dating may not be in the Bible, but living a Christian life is, right? Yeah. So, like, it's it's not, you know, we can try to make excuses that, like, oh, the, the word dating isn't in there. But, but how to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength is. So, you know, that has to be first in a relationship. It can't be, you know, you, your relationship with God has to come before anything else. And then my second piece of advice for those of you who might be thinking about getting into a relationship or may be in a relationship is don't do it alone because yes. as soon as we start doing it alone, as soon as we think that not only we can lead somebody else, but we can lead ourselves mm-hmm. um, and we can do this on our own. You know, I'm, I'm a big man. I love the Lord. I'm good. You know, we're not yeah. going to mess up. We're going to be fine. As soon as you get into that spot where you're doing it all alone and you don't have those people. I mean, I'm not even just, I'm not saying you have to have like, you know, a bunch of people around you, but somebody to be like, Hey, how do I handle this? How do I handle this? How do I do this? Someone who's there watching your relationship also to give you guidance. That's so important for relationships to, I think, to be fruitful and to avoid, you know, some of the things that we see a lot of people falling into, you know, Mm -hmm. you see a lot of mistakes that don't just affect the moment, but affect the future. They really do. And, you know, it's not just like, you know, oh, that dang it, gosh darn it, you messed up. You know, it's all over now. It's like, no, some of those mistakes last forever. And like, uh, that's something we don't really talk about very often. But so doing a relationship with other people, I think really helps that. Uh, I think the biggest question about dating that came to my mind anyway, maybe, maybe this is wrong, but like, how do you know someone's the one? Because you know, there's difference of opinion on this. If there is one person for you, if there's, uh, you know, you get to pick out of three people or whatever. And if you have a different opinion, that's always fun. So go for it. But, um, uh, you know, but how did you know they were the one, you know, cause obviously, you know, you guys got married and we got married and we decided that this was the person and whether that was the sovereignty of God or our decision, we can get into that later. But, but how did you know that they were the one in your, in your marriage? Yeah, I would say, yeah, our story is probably different than you guys, but I think the first time, I wouldn't say it was all at once. Like the first time I actually heard like Miriam talk, like I think we were at like a restaurant or something like that. And it was like refreshing to see a girl actually talk about, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassment. Yeah, embarrassment. Get all red. <laughs> <laughs> we're already red with this light, but, <laughs> but, um, just seeing it was refreshing seeing a girl actually talk about like godly things and Mm. seem like she legitimately had a heart for it because Mm. i mean spoiler alert for like all the guys out here and i'm sure it's for the girls too there's a lot of people in the churches that fakers fakers (laughs) and i was going to college groups and of big numbers and you know maybe a lot of girls that may have been attractive but like i mean i not to sugarcoat it they're just and then they're talking about going to the clubs on saturdays and stuff and it's just like I really felt like it was hard to get both, you know, like Mm -hmm. where do I find the girl that I find attractive and is also seeking the Lord, like with or without me type thing. Same here. Yeah. Same here. So seeing that first was huge. Um, And then also the friendship that we built, you know, through the like 10 months, whatever it was. And then also taking that time to pray and that type of thing, not wanting to jump into dating. You know, I didn't want to be the person that dated like 50 people to figure yeah. out. Like, I'm not trying to hate on those people who do that in the church. That's okay. You can hate on yeah. them. Right. <laughs> Alec will hate on them. <laughs> we'll hate today. That's great division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want that. Like, I knew that brought division a lot of times in yeah. churches. Yeah. Like you said, when people break up, like, I see a lot of people it's leave weird. church just yeah. because, yeah. you know, oh, my, my ex-boyfriend goes yep. or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that or anything like that. So I took it really serious. And I think that was a lot of the pressure from ours that it was like, you know, I told her, and I've said at the podcast before, it's like, you know, I prayed that I wanted to be married by like 23 and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
I'm like 22 right now. <laughs> All right, baby, guys. So He's like slowly walking out of the I'm like, no pressure though, but like, yeah. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> I think for me, um, I was still waiting on that kind of like that moment, like aha, like when you look into that person's eyes, you're like, wow, like this is it. Yeah. You know, like I feel something inside. And I love staring into your eyes. <laughs> it's like you but there's that. never. I love staring into your eyes. <laughs> I get that with Alex. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is why we face each other in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding. This is weird. But there's there was never that like you know that sparkle moment with like you know like nothing like that. You know, it's just there wasn't. And I think for me, like I was like, oh man, like am I making a mistake because that hasn't happened? And I. I, for some reason in my head, thought I needed this. And I think a lot of it had to do with I'm a really stubborn person and I'm really like stuck in my way sometimes and, you know, independent, whatever. And so I thought when that one person comes, it's going to be so obvious for me because I'm immediately going to have a heart change. And once, you know, we were going to get married, like I had to pray a lot and God totally worked on my heart. Like, do you trust me? Like, do you trust that you were on the path that I put you on. You met this man because you were doing the things I called you to do. He's doing the things that I've called him to do. Like he's a man after my heart. Mm -hmm. Like this, like you need to trust me above your feeling that you want. Mm -hmm. And I like, that's when I was like, all right. And then even now that we're married and not, there's so many little moments where I'm like, yeah, for sure he was the one. And, you know, regardless, maybe there was somebody else out there that I could have married because, you know, that's a possibility. But I don't even think about that because it's like, no, like I he compliments me in such a way that every day there's something that I'm like, man, he's the one. And I'm so glad that I trusted God above my the one feeling. Mm -hmm. That's really good. What about you, babe? Um, for me, how did I know? Uh, well, yeah, as you guys said, you know, like talking to Alec, you know, because, yeah, I think that is really important to have conversations with the mm. person you're interested to and not, like, build up, you know, like, castle, yeah. castles, like, in your own mm -hmm. mind. Yes. You know, just to, like, you I know... Like that. that was good. No, yeah. That'll preach. Castles in your mind. Like Sorry, that. that's an Italian <laughs> say. <laughs> Go Italian. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, talking to him, I realized how much he loved the Lord and... I remember, you know, him um, just expressing the desire that he had for ministry. And that's something for me that I always wanted to to do in my life. You know, since I became a Christian, I was like, I just want to be involved in ministry with my future family. And, you know, like he was sharing that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, getting to know him and see how he was, you know, like he, he's the opposite in so many things. He's the opposite of who I am. And I was like, I don't know, like, for, I, I'm really practical. So for me talking to him, you know, and he was sharing, you know, the, the heart that, um, the heart for God, but also like for me was prayers was, and I'm not, I don't want to sound like, oh my gosh, I'm perfect at all. But because again, I made mistakes in my past, I was like, I can't mess this up. So mm -hmm. I was really specific in my prayers with the Lord. Like, yeah, God, if this is the one, you know, like show me this, you know, and also for me was, like a really big piece was like peace in my heart like you know I never had peace in my heart in any other you know um getting to know someone you know till I met Alex so that was for me also um really important uh in my prayer time with the Lord yeah. that's really good I I personally made a list of things that I felt God had laid on my heart 
that the person that I was supposed to be very needed to to be. You know what I mean? And a couple of those are, are is really cool because they connect with what you said. You know, the girl that I need that I was supposed to marry needs to be able to do ready to do ministry for the rest of her life. Like, cause that's what I'm called to, you know, I knew my calling. I knew what I was supposed to do. I knew what God had planned for me and she needs to ha- share that calling, you know, because mm-hmm. she's an individual also. Sometimes guys think that, you know, you're just pulling that person along for the rest of your life. But that's not the reality. It's like, you're doing it together. If you're not called to the same thing, I'm not saying you have to be in the same spot. I'm not saying that, you know, one can't be at church and one can't be doing another, but like, you know, one might be at church and the other one might be working at a coffee shop, but sh- that person still needs to support the Supporting. one at church, right? Yeah, like that's still part of yeah. it. So they both share the calling because you are one now. So I needed a person that was going to be ready to do ministry for the rest of her life. But then also some practical things like, you know, she needed to be ready to to live wherever, you know, I, need, I don't think I'm called to one place for the rest of my life. You know, yeah. all these things. Anyway, I, I listed it all out and then I met her and piece by piece, God started showing that's that, yeah. that's that, that's that, that's that. And she was the only one that could check off every one that God laid on my heart. So how did I know she was the one? Countless days of prayer, reading the Bible. Definitely. I have it written down in my Bible the day where I felt that God had officially confirmed that she was supposed to be my wife. You know, I was reading Jeremiah. And I don't know how you get to this conclusion to Jeremiah. It's a completely <laughs> different story. <laughs> it's like doom and gloom. And somehow I'm getting married. But um, but in there, I found that God was directing my steps, that he was the one giving me the desires. It wasn't my flesh anymore. And same thing with you. I was like, I'm not messing this one up. I'm not going to mess this one up. So the first time... Yeah. The second date that we had, I said, I'm not going to ask you to be my girlfriend until you know that you're supposed to marry me because I'm not making another mistake. Like, I'm done with it. Same thing with you. I'm not ready to go. I'm not going to go date around, you know, like, it's just not going to work that way. I've made my mistakes. I'm not going to do that anymore. I want to protect her as much as, you know, as much as myself. So I prayed and she prayed and, you know, a huge thing for guys, especially uh, to know that someone's the one is if they think so also, because a lot of guys think that that person's the one, but they don't think so. And yeah. that doesn't mean that that person's the one. That means that you're wrong and you need to go yeah. figure that out. You know <laughs> what I mean? But, sure. but also, <laughs> like, if I can add something to what you said, you know, for me, it was also the willingness to wait. You mm. know, like most of the time, you know, I mean, you know, my experience, you know, you want everything. Sorry, it's not. But you want everything, you know, right away. You know, for me, the willingness to wait and listen to the Lord was a, another answer i'm like Mm -hmm. wow like the lord is working in me too Mm -hmm. and he's you know i'm willing to wait and to let it go that was for me a big you know uh, answer too i'm like i never been willing to go you know we always want to hold on you know on things so um yeah that was another thing for sure if someone was going to ask you for advice on romantic relationships and how to hear from god specifically what would you say yeah i would say and like I mean, speaking to all the guys out there, like we said earlier, there's so much pressure, I feel like for sure. And my advice would be, you know, and it's, it's super hard for us, you know, but just to be, to put it on the side and focus on God first Amen. and do what God has called you, be in the ministries, be where you're supposed to be, be at the job you're supposed to be, be at school, whatever it is, um, according to where God wants you and understand that, you know, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. God's going to bless you with that. If you're finding it, God's not going to bless. Like if you're seeking crazy, God's not going to bless you with that thing. So focus on God first, focus on what God wants you to be and focus on what a godly woman would actually want from a godly man too. Mm-hmm. So work on yourself first. Yeah. And I think God's going to work it out. And then you're going to have an amazing faith story, 
faith story where it's like, oh, God, like brought this amazing girl, like all this stuff, you know, and also be involved in church stuff because yes. you're yes. not going to find these type of girls, you know, at the mall or like, <laughs> you know, or wherever else you are, you know, like the Chipotle yeah. and stuff, like <laughs> be involved in church stuff. Cause I've seen so many guys are like, oh my gosh, I want to find a godly like girl and all this. And it's like, dude, you just go to work and go home. Like yeah. you don't go to any church events. Like where do you mm. think you're going to find them? Like yeah, you have to be somewhat real. practical, you know? Yeah. So. That's really yeah. good. I'm going to go to the next so you, we can end on our wives because you guys need to close this out. But um, so the the advice that I would give, you know, Ephesians chapter five gives a list, kind of a bullet point list of what we're supposed to be as a guy and a girl and, and husbands and wives specifically. And just one of those things that I want to touch on is the husband is supposed to wash the wife with the word of God. Right. And oh. if, huh? I said, wow. Oh. <laughs> if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to be able to do that. And every guy, whether you think so or not, is called to be some type of teacher in their lives, whether that's yeah. just their family or a pastor of a mega church, like there's everything in between. You are supposed to teach some somebody. And how can you lead your family, your future family, if you're not reading the scripture? You know yeah. what I mean? So we talk about the Devo time and all of that and it gets pushed to the side. But honestly, I just want to like encourage all you guys out there that, you know, have a desire to be married, start reading the Bible every single day because you're never going to be able to encourage your future wife with the word unless you know it yourself, you know? So yeah. uh, before you even start thinking about what she needs to accomplish, like you said, start reading the Bible and start accomplishing that obviously it's like a life journey, but start accomplishing the fact that you're supposed to be able to teach people. And the only way you're gonna be able to teach anybody the Bible is if you read it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you ask the question again? <laughs> like I'm Advice for people. <laughs> we go off topic. It's <laughs> Just give advice for people that um, might be seeking relation, uh, romantic relationships. How do you hear from God specifically, but also any type of advice for romantic relationships? So a lot of what you guys are saying, you know, like read the scripture and follow the Lord and what he's calling you to do first and foremost before you start like, well, I'm called to be married. You know, it's like, okay, cool. But that's, you know, what are you going to do aside from that? Like, what is God calling you to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and you can only first and foremost find that by seeking the Lord and his will. And how do you do that? By reading his word. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're assuming, at least I am, that the person listening or watching this is somebody who's already in their faith, walking with the Lord. And this is a phase of life that you're now going through. Um, but if you're like at the very beginning of being a Christian yeah. and you're like, all right, it's time. Like, let's, you know, let's start finding the one. It's like, whoa, like you, like Alex said, like you need to build your foundation, even as a woman, like you need to read scripture. Although there's, you know, whatever, there's not a chapter on dating. There is a lot of relationships in scripture that we can look at and reference from Adam to the, to Eve all the way to Christ in the church. And all in between, there's good examples and bad examples of what to do, what not to do, and what a woman should do, and mm -hmm. how they should honor themselves. And if you're putting that first, not just because you're seeking a relationship, but because you're seeking to please the Lord. Mm -hmm. If you know you're meant to be married, God is going to bring that person. Yeah. And if your heart truly is like that's a desire, then God's gonna hear that in your quiet time with Him as you're praying and seeking Him, and as you're making yourself available to Him. I think he'll open those doors and opportunities for that, you know, relationship to grow in his way. Mm -hmm. And you'll only be able to know that by reading the word and praying. And there's obviously a lot of books and resources, but it's all pointless if you're not building it on the foundation of the word. Amen. 
Yeah, I feel that we can end it like that. No, but <laughs> <laughs> you guys said, you know, a lot. Um, while you guys were talking, you know, I was thinking about how important it is to pray. Like, you mm. know, you might, maybe you're seeking, you're looking for a relationship, but you maybe God doesn't have that for you mm. right now. So, you know, how do you know when is the time? How do you know who is the person? Like, pray and ask God his will and not your own. You know, like, if right now is the time for you to be in a relationship, you know, he will show you and he will, you know, um, just, I don't know, make, make you clear. know. Yeah, make yeah. it clear. But maybe this is not for you now. So, you know, like, yeah. instead of wasting your time, be focused yeah. on something that the Lord might not have for you, yeah. you know, just, just pray and ask the Lord and everything else that you guys said, you know, reading and, you know, and being willing for a no. Yeah. <laughs> being ready <That's> for <laughs> being ready to receive a no. Like, you know, being open. Being open for a, either a yes or a no, you know. And if you're okay with that, you're in a good spot. Amen. You know? That's good. So yeah. it's like it's like you said earlier, it's like, you know, you hold it with open hands and let God do what he yes. wants to do, right? Definitely. Yes. Amen. Um the most important podcast is over. Yes. <laughs> but it's title. not yet. This yes. is just the beginning. <laughs> yeah. you guys Part will, two. <laughs> you guys will definitely be on the podcast again. I hope everybody enjoyed this. And uh, again, if you have any questions about dating, um, romantic relationships, marriage, we're not experts, but um, we would love to um, just help you along this journey. So please email us. Um, you know, if you have a specific questions for Ari or Miriam or for Sean or myself, just say that and uh, we'll make sure to answer on the podcast, but also, um, you know, have somebody reach out to you personally and, and talk to you about everything that you're going through. So hope everybody has a good rest of your day. Can't wait to, to see you all next week. Tune in Wednesdays for our podcast. See y'all later. Peace. Bye. See you. Bye.